Warning, this show contains mature content and spoilers. Listener discretion is advised. You are listening to Raid Chat, your podcast for news. Like cheap Chinese knockoff Savage Bloods or something. I know girls in this deal that don't train mug as much as you. Class tips. Yay, because that mastery is tasty. All us brown classes the same venue? Yeah. yeah. Boss strategies. But it's quite delightful. It's, it's not too bad. It's, it should be very simple. Explosion oh no, balls. not shooting balls. Friggin' reflecting prism spreads like AIDS. And everything else you care about in World of Warcraft. I was like, does that make you a scruffy turd herder? Pull it around. Up. What? He's not summoning anybody but me. Can we get a Jeeves and then go pee? Five, four, three, two, one. Booyah! And welcome to this episode of Raid Chat. My name's Brent. I'm your host. And with me today, I have the man that matters. It's Marcus, man. What's up? Hey, man. What's going on? That was a high-energy intro. I don't know if I can keep up that kind of <laughs> that kind of uh, that kind of oomph. Uh, and I'm just like, hey, hey guys, what's up? My name's Marcus. I'm 12 years old, and I really like the video games. That's me. I'm kidding. He's not 12. He's 11. All right. So, wow. Yeah, yeah. This is this is gonna be a loosey goosey kind of show, but that's all of our shows, really. Uh, mostly because, uh, we're recording this late, and, uh, it's been a busy week, and for me, because we raided last night, um, ran a little long, and then I'm actually working both days this weekend, so it's, uh, plus I have to work around my wife's schedule, because our normal babysitter can't babysit this weekend, so, that means I'm trying to, like, work either after or before she does and get home before she has to leave or leave after she gets home and it's oh boy it's which mostly it means I gotta be home before she leaves which means I get up at 4 a.m and go to work so uh that's great so this uh like we normally do talk about this week and wow uh what have you been up to this week and wow um, this weekend, WoW has been, um, you know, it's, it's been kind of like the last couple of weeks. I haven't been playing as much as I have been, um, I guess, when we started the show. Uh, I guess it's because of the holiday season. Um, you know, there's a lot going on around here and, you know, more hours at work, so less time to play. But um, I have been um, messing around with Prot Protection Paladin. Uh, I'm actually liking it. I'm, I'm getting used to it. Uh, I kind of regret that I didn't. I wasn't taking it from the beginning, to be honest. Uh, yeah, because I mean, it's a really sh- fun spec. Well, I think I think. Uh, well, don't get me wrong. Like, Marcus is a great DPS. Like, I don't think uh, you were. I don't think you were as prepared for how much of a pain in the ass progression rating as a melee DPS is. <laughs> like, <laughs> especially in our group where we have two range, that means we have to assign like melee to do like range tasks, and it's it's the worst. It's it's the worst. True, and you'd always put me to do it. Uh, yeah, you take care of that range shit just because I have two range spells. What? That's a lie. That is a lie. I put you on the ranged boss on Odin. That is the extent of that. Most of the times I do it because I have heroic leap in charge. That's about as cool as you get. You, you know, other than that, though, um, just working on my prop weapon, I, I think I have achieved the 28 trait Nice uh, for the truth guard. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty good. I got all the golden traits on that, so um, you know it, it, I'm not as squishy of a tank. Uh, for Ashbringer, um, that's up at 32 now, 32 traits, and for 30, uh, I, I forget, it, it's like 900,000 now. Jeez, what is your what do you get? 20 artifact knowledge now? We have like 9,000 increased thing. Yeah, I just hit 20 today actually. Nice. Uh, the 20 artifact knowledge. Yep. I'll hit 20 tomorrow. I'm a day behind you. I think we keep keep establishing. Seems- <laughs> that I'm I'm just a day behind it you. It seems to be that way. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, and I'm with you. Uh, my week's been pretty similar, just doing the same old, same old, and not playing as much. Well, that's it's because we've hit that 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 brief lull where we've kind of run through what we're gonna run through, other than rating. Um, and while I agree that there's still tons of things to do, 
And there are tons of things you can do when you log into WoW that can be beneficial to your character. I don't know if that's necessarily the same draw to be on every day, though. Like, while I know I can go get something done in WoW, that doesn't always make me want to. Um, but it is great knowing that when I do have a time to log in, like, my time isn't necessarily going to devolve into running laps in Dal or flying around my garrison, because there's always something I can actively do to to gain some sort of progress for my character. Um, at the same time, can be a little much when you when you, you haven't been on for three or four days and you log on and you get three emissary quests and you haven't done any Mythic Pluses, you haven't done LFR, you're like, oh, fuck, God, I need all that artifact power, and yet I don't want to do any of that. So um, the... For me, I've done this, this, the basic kind of stuff on my warrior. Um, I haven't run any Mythic Plus this week, which I probably should um, before the end of the day tomorrow. And I have... Actually, I spent some time working on my Feral Druid, or my Druid in general, um, which was probably the, you know, it's the second love of my life uh, next to my warrior. I've played my Druid for a very long time and uh, more than one spec. And uh, kind of liking it, you know, it's it's it hasn't changed a whole lot. It still kind of feels like the Feral Druid that I know. Um, but uh, it, mostly because I've been pretty frustrated with Fury this uh, recently. And especially since we're not hearing a lot of talk for it coming out of 7.1 or any of the developer Q&As or anything like that. Nobody's really talking about the state of Fury. And... You know, that's 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 frustrating, and I don't want to be the guy that's like, oh, my class is broken, fix it. Um, so I'm going to, you know, I'm going to keep at it and see how things come along, but I'm going to continue to work on my druid on the side. I don't have the time to full-on, like, catch up another tune and, like, uh, switch mains or anything like that. I would like to transition back to having a character that can have a healing offset. Because uh, with it, I, I'm never going to do anything with the tank offset. Banyu knows that I'm terrible. It's not. I I think with practice I'd be better at tanking. It's just like I get a little uh, little frustrated when I'm tanking. Like it feels like there's too much that I'm trying to do at one time. So it's like uh, you know, it's just it's it's whatever. Like I I'm not I'm not a great tank, and I'll admit that. Um, he just doesn't like getting beat up on. That's all. I you know I don't mind. I really don't mind. That's not the problem. It just feels like I try it. Every time I try and tank, I end up trying to tank like I'm DPSing. And I end up focusing more on my shit that's doing damage and generating resources than, like, the stuff that's spending my resources. So, like, every time I've gone prot and done anything, I always feel like I'm, I'm like, rage capping. And I know that's bad because I should be spending on an ignore pain and, and shield blocks. And I'm supposed to know when damage is incoming and all this other stuff. But I don't know any of that. I'm like, no, nah, I'm, I'm hitting the that that button's glowing because that's gonna do a crit or generate a ton of rage. I'm gonna hit that button instead. Um, so I'm just not, I'm just, I don't have the right mentality for taking. I guess um, I'm not a bad healer. I've healed a bunch um, over time, so I would, I would like to go back to having a class that has a healing aspect because I feel like I could fill in that role a lot better than tanking. Plus, we have you to do that. That's that's what we have you for is to fill in tanking when when we need it. <laughs> Were you there that time we were trying to do Time Walkers, and I tried my hand at Holy? No. Oh, yeah, that was that was pretty bad. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That sounds terrible. It was only, it was, uh, I think it was Wrath Time Walking, and we were doing, um, uh, what's the place where Scotty is in there? The big blue drake, it was the Lottie Dottie Scotty Food thing. Guard Pinnacle? Yeah, there you go. We were in there, and uh, we wiped a couple times on the first boss, and then a couple times on the second boss. I'm pretty sure we made it through after the tank died a lot, but um, it was rough. Shoo, boy. That does sound rough. Um, So, yeah, no, I've been leveling my druid a little more, kind of trying to put a little more uh, emphasis on that um, in case I do have a big chunk of time where I can uh, switch over and really work on him and see how far I'm getting. Plus 7.1, uh, 0.5, you get the artifact catch-up. So, like, as soon as he dings 110 and 7.1.5 uh, goes live, I'll have 15 artifact knowledge, and that'll make that a lot easier. Um, So that's basically been my week. Um, 
and wow, uh, you know, because uh, again, it's you know, it's December, you know, uh, so work's been busy, life's been busy. Um, been trying to spend as much time in WoW as I can, but you know, that doesn't always work out. Uh, raid team, we dominated on Tuesday, like, we had all of our key players show up. Like, if somebody hadn't had a disconnection issue, we would have killed uh, all of Emerald Nightmare and Odin and Garm in Trial of Valor on Tuesday, like, in less than two hours. Like, we would have done it, we would have just murderized it all. But, you know, somebody had a connection issue and we had to wait for them to get their shit. Damn that guy. That motherfucker. He Um, needs to get his shit together, goddammit. I know, he really should. Switch into DSL. Who does that? Um, That was me. Yeah, it was him. But, uh, so, no. (laughs) We dominated on Tuesday, Marcus. Like, it was, that was. It was nice. That was nice. And, you know, that because we were just kind of starting to get to the point where we're debating do we skip. Emerald Night, our Emerald Nightmare clear to go to Trial of Valor, and I, you know, I kind of made the point. It's like, ah, let's, you know, do it a couple more times to clear it. See if we get some Titan Forge stuff, and we should be able to clear it super fast and get started on Trial of Valor. And I was right, so it felt right. We'll address where we are. I think after the new year, kind of get through the rest I mean, of this month. And I'm then, pretty sure Xavius was down within like less than an hour. Yeah, no, we we cleared it in less than an hour. It was it was pretty boss. Um, it might have been an hour and fifteen or so, I think, because I don't I think we pulled Odin at about nine thirty nine, yeah, about nine twenty server, maybe nine thirty because he's he's took he takes about what about eight minutes to kill something like that. Um, and then we were like, well, it's going to take us X amount of time to clear trash to get to Garm, and if we don't one-shot it, then we got to kill all this trash again, so we just called it, uh, early, because it wasn't worth the 20 minutes to, to get one pull on him, um, which, I don't, with that group, we might have one-shot it, but, you know, people, look, Garm, here's the thing with Garm, and it really frustrates me sometimes, because it, the fight is super simple. I really like the fight. and But there are, there are legitimate mechanics that are going to kill you. Like, there's no amount of gear that's going to help you survive being in the wrong place when he goes to do that headlong charge. Because if you're in a corner against a wall and he jumps to that corner in that wall when he does headlong charge, you're going to die. So I don't know how many times, like, like there are a number of times where I'm just like, all right, guys, he's doing the knockback. Everyone be out of corners and away from walls. Kind of collapse up, you know, directly behind the tanks, and we'll be fine, but there's always that first or second pull where there's somebody standing <laughs> right against the corner, uh, corner of a wall and gets eaten by that headlong charge. I don't know why they do it, but they do it. It's fine. It's not the end of the world, but it's one of those things that causes me to go, okay, we probably want one shark garm, so let's call it 20 minutes early kind of thing. This is, um, that's one of those things where you kind of just have to have a dry run and get used to the mechanic. And then, you know, after you, you kill it maybe 20 times, then you'll, you'll remember that's the mechanic. Yeah. So, uh, and then, uh, and then last night, which we would have normally been recording last night, but we didn't, we, uh, killed Garm. Like, it took a couple pulls, because we were really short. Like, a bunch of people just didn't show up, um, which is unfortunate and saddening um so it took a couple shots on garm uh but we got him it wasn't a big deal uh again it came down to me having to say all right now do this now do this now do this and then we killed it um then we headed on to work on helia and we we got some work done on helia uh the group was subpar like there were there were people that kept coming in and getting pugged in that were just just we were having to carry them and it it really wasn't. It doesn't work when you're killing those oozes and people aren't switching or what have you, or people are just doing bad. Like you know, I was watching DPS stand over where the breath goes. I was. Uh, we were getting dispelled too soon, which is actually a problem. Where you know the like two melee would get the uh, uh, the uh, what is it, the green orb. Like, and we would get dispelled immediately, and, like, tanks would get launched and shit because we dropped in a bad place. 
Um, so how'd you, how'd you feel about last night? Well, um, there was a couple of particular, uh, pug DPS, like these two rets that, uh, weren't using crusade. Okay. If you're a ret paladin and you're not using crusade, just quit, please. That's pretty brutal. Dog. You ain't gotta be like, no, that. no, 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 no. It's not brutal because that spell is the bee's knees. And if you're not using it, you're playing the class wrong. <laughs> Well, some people like, would straight say, up. Some people would say if you're playing Fury, you're playing the class wrong. Like no, that no, be no. That's see, that's a different. All right, if you're not using Crusade, you're playing the Spec wrong. There you go. Okay. All right. All right. It, it was just it was disappointing, and they were also not even peeling and swing to add. So it's like you don't have the correct spells, and you're not following five mechanics. So thanks for wasting your time. Yeah, you know. Um... It brings me back around to, you know, a lot of times in this flex raid group kind of environment, it often feels like a, a fix to the problem is to plug in uh, either carries or just more people to kind of help smooth out mechanics because the indiv- personal responsibility goes down as the number of players goes up, tends to be. Um, but my problem with this is is actually threefold. First off, it takes time, and when you have short raid nights like we do, where grand total, you know, best we can get out of a raid week is about five hours of raid time. And if it's going to take me, uh, you know, it's it, sometimes it takes 20 minutes to fill up a group to where you want it, sometimes more. And then there's no guarantee that those people are going to fix the problem. They can sometimes end to the problem. Uh, hence our pugs last night. Um, and, you know, it's it, it kind of harkens back to some of the things we talked about last week, where it's just one of those current uh, mindsets that seems, to, that seems to bug me a little bit, because it's like, well, you know, the, most times, dying more, you know, just keep pulling and pulling and pulling, we're going to get better. I know it may seem like we're not... Uh, getting very far in the fight right now, but yeah, you're probably out of mana or, you know, we're probably, you know, dying to stupid shit. It's because we have to tune this bitch in, you know, like you just, you know, we get there, we get there, I promise. So, um, I think at one point, um, I got knocked into the air and I got sent behind Helia and before I could even jump through the water to get to the platform, I just died. Well, the water does damage. Yeah, I know that. Like, it, it was so far that I, I couldn't even get back in time. I just, I just died to the ticking. I, I went to heroic leap to one of the blobs, and I guess I had heroic leap like over one of the, uh, the exploding parts, and I got sent flying. Man, that was ridiculous. It, I probably would have went off the the uh, platform if I didn't have a charge to charge mid air back down to Helia. Like, I was like, oh god, this is bad. So, um, stuff like that happens, you know, and. We'll get it. I think, you know... It's definitely a fight where if all the pieces aren't in place, in the right place, then you're just, you're, you're not going to get past that part. I love I love fights like that, though, where the, the pieces slowly fall into place, where you, you correct one mechanic, then you correct the next one, you correct the next one, and it just all sort of slowly locks into place, and then you down it. So Yeah, um, you get phase one, and then you get phase two finally, and then you get phase three, and yeah, we did it, we never wiped it again. Yep, so, and that'll be one of those fights, assuming we can kill her before. Uh, Nighthold comes out. Have, are they even like? I haven't seen any clear. Uh, they're talking like, about time frame on when that's supposed to come out. Talk about. I think they're still t- aiming for in February. I know we'll probably get seven point one point five in January sometime. If I were to guess. Okay. Um, but uh, the we'll see where Nighthold falls because it's not necessarily attached to a patch. Everybody's like seven point one point five is Nighthold. Not really. No, no it's, it's already in the game. It's already in the game. It's just a matter of when they open it. So I felt like I see. I was under the impression that it was going to be with the Sormar quest chain. You know how we're like fighting through um, the Sormar city mm-hmm. right now. I think at the end of that, maybe or maybe it'll be a couple of weeks after that quest chain ends. Maybe we'll see. Um. So uh, I. We would normally go into news, but uh, I guess we can. We got a couple little things. Let's see here. Let's go to the news. News, news. Great news, everyone! The slime is flowing again! 
Okay, so this week for news, a um, couple things happened. Nothing spectacular, of course. Uh, first up, they had a developer QA, Q&A on the 7th. They talked more about secondary stats. Like, it was a lot about secondary stats and then some class tuning. None of which are Fury Warrior, so yeah. No, but, um, you know, Shadow Priests, Hunters are a lot of, uh, are kind of, you know, hot-button topics right now. So there's a lot to talk about those. Uh, a full breakdown, of course, that of uh, that is available on MMO Champion. The video is still up on the interwebs, too, if you want to watch the whole uh, kit and caboodle. Uh, they talked more about legendaries, where they kind of want you to be able to swap legendaries like talents, where they're okay with you having way more legendaries than you ever equip, and they kind of want them to be situational. And then... Uh, what was some of the other stuff? I don't have the article in front of me here, so let's see. Some you know, I'm um, sorry to, to cut you off, but um, as far as that legendary thing goes, that makes a lot of sense because um, obviously they're adding more now, and uh, each class, each spec itself has like six, not yeah. to mention the all-class and all-spec ones. So, How do you feel about that? How do you feel about like this this weird legendary metagame they've introduced? I mean, I think it's interesting in a way that, um, you know, you kind of get more flavor to your class, and it kind of makes it kind of feel your own. Because say, you know, say I never get that one legendary that is, like, the best in slot or something like that. And, you know, I'll never really get to experience that, and other players will. Maybe I'll have something that they never had. So I guess it kind of adds a little bit more flavor to the classes. Okay. That's that's a perspective I hadn't thought about, where it's kind of an extension to your, your own class and kind of can affect your play style as such. That's interesting. I don't really have a well-developed thought on it. Um, you know, it's something that's, it's, you know, uh, it feels strange to me, right? Uh, because I, I'm, I'm one of the few people, I guess, that misses the days of legendaries being something that a group had to work on for one character um, instead of something that was an individual progression throughout a uh, an expansion, right? Uh, I kind of miss those days where. So, sorry, just so I'm clear, you so you don't like the legendary system we had in Pandaria and Legion. I don't. I wouldn't say I don't like it. It just feels more grindy and just more things that I'm required to do, not more things I can do um, to maintain, you know, kind of stay relevant or whatever. Uh, it's and it, you know. Uh, it just was something, there was something special about being the one that was chosen out of your raid group to get the legendary drop. You know what I'm saying? Whereas, like, all right, uh, who's going to be the first one to work on the staff? Who's going to be the first one to get the healing mace or what have you? Uh, there was something special about that, and there was, like, a sense of camaraderie and uh, real passion that could go into making those. Now, I understand... I remember the risks involved because sometimes you would work and somebody would just leave or they stop playing and I understand. Oh. But see, the only time. Go ahead. No, I was in a, sorry to cut you off again. The only time I experienced that was with the Fangs of the Father mm-hmm. in um in uh, Dragon Soul. You know, we had our rogue who was our top DPS and he shred and stuff and he was there like he was like two or three clusters away and then he went on vacation to Hawaii and he never came back. Yeah. Um. And I never got to see those things. Either. And again, I, I I see the problem there. But to me, that was always part of the choice. Like, who do we think is going to be around for this? And yeah, you never know. And life gets in the way. Something terrible could happen. And they could, they, you know, you know, life has to come before the game, of course, every time. Uh, but again, that takes away something special about it. And now it feel it, it is kind of evolved into like okay yeah i can have this powerful item but if everybody has it then it's less powerful if you get what i'm saying like if everybody is boosted by this five percent for this item then why have the five percent you understand what i'm saying then it might as well just be built into class at that point yeah right? uh or or just not there so uh i i i've i guess i enjoyed the systems better uh, you know, I kind of might have liked the Pandaria system a little better because you didn't yeah, always so. you didn't always have the one thing. Like eventually, it became your cape, but like you started with you know, like you had the legendary like meta gem for a while, mm-hmm. and 
they did weird shit and that was okay. Um, and having these legendaries that, how do I say this? Something feels awkward. And I don't want to say bad, right? Because I enjoy having a legendary drop. I enjoy just the, the thrill of, oh shit, um, I can get a legendary from doing the thing. Because the power still feels there. Like, you still feel good. But it just feels about as good as a like a big upgrade would. And something feels awkward to me about slowly locking out these slots. So, right now, if I equip two legendaries, and then I've got my my artifact weapon. So let's assume I'm just a, I, I'm, I'll just count the artifact weapon for one slot, even though it's two slots for some people. But that's essentially three pieces that I won't actively be progressing to replace. They're kind of just set there in stone, and I might swap some legendaries out for certain occasions if I ever get enough, but chances are I won't. Chances are I'll ever at most have three legendaries. And because right now I only have one, but let's say I get the second one and I ha already have the talent, you know, the the research in my hall unlocked. That's three pieces that I'm not like if a boss drops. Let's say I have a legendary ring, waste, and weapon, right? So while the weapon's kind of sideways because I'm still getting relics, um, what I let's say I have the ring and the the waste. A boss can drop four pieces for me. If there's a ring and a waste on there, technically the boss can now only drop two pieces for me. And something feels awkward about not replacing pieces every time a new raid opens up. Because there was something great about slowly decking your play your character out in these pieces that are dropping from the new thing, as opposed to just upgrading the thing that you got six months ago to be as good as it, you know, it can be now. You know, that it's something something feels awkward about that. Do you do you feel the same way or is it just me? No, definitely. I can see that. Um, I used to get the same kind of feeling leveling a tune with boas. You know, you have like seven slots that you're never going to touch until you hit max level. And it's like, okay, it kind of takes the fun out of doing dungeons and stuff because none of this gear is, is relevant. Well, So I guess it kind of translates. And I think the heirloom discussion is a smidge different for me um, because when you're I'm leveling an alt, it's kind of different. Right, like I, I want to get to max level on that alt and do yeah. the things. I can always choose to not use them. Right, I can always choose to say no. I don't want to use any heirlooms. I want to level without heirlooms, without any XP boost. That is an option you can make and still be able to play the game. If I am a raider, right, and I have two legendaries in my bag, but I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going to use them. I'm going to raid and do everything without using my legendaries. That's not a choice you can make. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not the same. Yeah, I think uh, that'd be a problem if somebody told me that. No, I want to be able to upgrade him, so I'm not going to use the legendary that I got. No, you know, I'm going to lose all... No, that's just... See, th so that's the difference, right, if you ask me. Um, right. But to me, I'd also like heirlooms to be, like, I think it would be cool to... Uh, for heirlooms, you could to have the scaling stats, but not the scaling SP. So I don't have to worry about because sometimes when you're, you know, we've all leveled an alt where we get to level sixty and we still have that level thirteen fucking ring on, you know, <laughs> it's because you just no quest gave you a ring or you skipped the zone in the quest that gave you the ring because you leveled them or you didn't get one in a dungeon. Uh, a couple of times I was getting up to like wrath stuff and I still had shit out of Wailing Caverns. Yeah, no, because been there, done that. So I, 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 I wish like I could turn the XP off sometimes, and then I also wish I had an heirloom for every slot. Like I just wish I could just fully deck out a tune in heirloom and just a bum rush be like heirloom god through like the lower levels and just be like a a miracle to behold, wrecking face all the way to one ten. Because uh, something does feel good about going through content that was once challenging and just murderizing. Just being... I mean, technically it probably wasn't challenging since Cataclysm. Because leveling before Cataclysm... Uh, that, that shit was a little rough from time to time. You'd go through some quests and through some zones where it was slow going. And Banyu doesn't know anything about that. Sir Marcus doesn't know anything about that, so... Sure I have. I've I've done I've played um 
I played WoW when it was uh, when it first came out. I mean, maybe it was only the trial to level twenty. Um, and I also played um, that Nostalgia shit. So I know what it is. Okay. Did you did you levels do levels fifty through sixty? No, I okay. got to then 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 then, then you don't know nothing about it. You don't know that that fifty five to sixty. Jesus, like it took forever, and like you're either gonna run Strath home a million times, or oh jeez, just I don't want to think about it. It's making, All XP. making my brain hurt. Um, I think a cool way for um, you know, you have all these people crying for for uh, for legacy servers and all that. Okay. And Blizzard doesn't want to do it, so I feel like if they were to, so you know, then you also have the people that just want to grind to max level and experience endgame content, right? Okay. So I think that if they were to do like that full legendary set that you were talking about right and then they just crank all the xp down so if you're not using those boas then um then you get that kind of that really long grindy experience that you're after uh, but if you want to max out real quick then you you know you gotta throw your boas on you're good to go that's an interesting thought like n- like not like a separate server but a set of gear where the the item level like the gear like the stats on it scaled but instead of increasing the XP you earned, it decreased it, right? So that you... Oh, yeah. So while you're kind of remaining powerful for your level, you're not gaining as much experience as you could be. Therefore, you're kind of uh, experiencing everything in order to kind of level up, I guess. That's I don't a different know. twist. That would most be... of the time, you do like three quests and you're done with the zone. Like oh, you're already God. maxed out and everything's great. Like sometimes I haven't even like finished a quarter quarter of that bar towards the achievement before I'm done. Like everything is great, right. and I would really like just to level a character, and yet still feel like I'm getting something by completing quests. Because right. even if I take all my heirloom off, I'm still gonna do it. I'm still gonna out level it. Um, so it just I just think the leveling stuff needs to be addressed. Uh, it's a tiny portion of the game, to be honest, and you know, like we I think we pretty we're pretty sure that they're not getting that many new players. We're getting returning players and people, you know, returning players and people leveling alts is basically what's in leveling zones. So they don't really need to, they don't feel the need to fix it. I don't think the the business sense is there to fix it. So um, it is what it is. Um. So uh, what else in news? We also had the gentleman in the EU that completed his artifact weapon, completed every trait. That's uh, pretty crazy. Is something like 60, 64 million artifact power, which I don't even want to think about. That's. Now, is that total? Like all the power he put into his weapon to max it? Mm-hmm. Or is that 60. Oh, okay. I thought 64 million was for the last golden tree. No, no. It's 64 million total, but 60 million of it was just those last, those last uh, tears in that, uh, that Titanic sure. power thing or something like that. Like fifty something. I mean, yeah, they're basically. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, a ton of it is just, is just uh, those Titanic power ranks, and apparently he got most of it. Like he got a lot of it by just running a fuck ton of like, uh, mythic dungeons and stuff. Because he's like, he had completed mythic Maw of Souls eight hundred eighteen times. Oh my god. Yeah, and that's not the Wait, only one. Keystone on or just regular mythic? I don't. I don't want to know. I don't know. I don't know. And I on I honestly don't want to know. To be fair, uh, I that's not for me. Uh, so, um, did it, did they say where his knowledge was at? Because he can't be much further than us. No, so. he's at he's at twenty. I think wow. I saw on that character sheet. Because I mean, yeah. So that's just playing. That's basically doing everything you can get artifact power from every day, every week. So. Um, it's that's intense, man. That's a level of dedication that I'll never come close to, personally. Damn, I wonder how much time. Like Legion's only been out for what, like a hundred days. He has to have had at least half of that time played. Oh, dude, I don't want to know what his slash plate is. That seems ridiculous. Anyway, um, I that kind of time, right? That I don't have that kind of time. I said it'd be nice to have that kind of free time. You know, I but see, I don't know if I would spend it doing that be honest like i don't know if i could handle being on wow that much i might go crazy maybe 10 years ago uh yeah no definitely you talked to me hmm, like five or six years ago 
I'd spend that kind of time on WoW. I might have came close to spending that kind of time on WoW. There were days where I was probably logged in for eight hours. Like, if I was it's off, intense. if I was off, like, I was just at home playing WoW. And that makes me sad now that I think about it. That's why I don't. Be sad. That's why I don't. That's why I don't install add-ons like Altaholic that give you account played. Because like looking at like uh, my warriors slash played is sad enough. Like if I if I saw like my hunter and my druid and all the other shit combined that I've ever played, I I might I might I might die. But anyway, um, that's basically it for news. Um, let's go into uh, shit you need to know. Sit down. Shut up. Time for shit you need to know. Okay, so uh, it's also not the Fury Guide Week, and it's not Helia Guide Week. It is uh, more of I have a kind of question that I kind of wanna I wanna suss out with with Marcus here. Um, and I know we said they're not getting any new players, but I know personally they are getting new players. Um, I have talked in game to because I've been doing a lot of recruiting. I forgot to mention that in. Um, this week this in week WoW, in this week in WoW, that I've been doing a lot of recruiting, talking to a lot of people, um, trying to get you know fill spots, get people in, get people you know that kind of thing, uh, and there I have talked to new players, like that's a thing that I have done. I have stumbled across a couple of new players and uh, a couple of people that have been playing with you know friends or significant others that they've gotten into the game, and it brings up the question. Right. Uh, if you were to give a definitive list of tips to a character that is, or to a person that has just started WoW, they've just bought it, they've just installed it, they're going to sit down and play. What are, like, you're not going to sit with them and answer questions, but what are some of the things that you are going to tell them to kind of explain what they're going to see, how to communicate with people, and how to get through the game and get to end game? Um, you want to start with one or two points and then, you know, we'll kind of go back and forth until we kind of think we've, we've kind of covered it to death. Okay. Um, this is interesting. Let's see. Uh, the first thing that I would tell a new player, um, is to like read everything carefully. Okay. Um, I think for a new player, especially, um, reading everything and understanding what, what things are telling you and what you need to be doing is very important. Um, just to kind of get a feel of the game, you know, at this point, uh, I don't think I've read a quest for like five years. Like, you don't need to read a quest anymore. But to start, you want to kind of, um, you know, figure out because a lot of the stuff it translates over into later expansions, and you're you're gonna see repeats of things, and and eventually you're just gonna, you know, it's gonna be like clockwork or muscle memory rather. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Um, my first tip is don't be afraid to ask questions. Okay, but whisper someone around you those questions. Do not post them in general or trade chat. So if you have a question about where you're supposed to go for a quest or you don't understand how something works, if you see someone running around, and you will, whisper that person. You are more likely to have a friendly exchange that way. Yeah, I've seen uh, definitely um, group chats can be very toxic, as everybody knows. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's kind of like asking. Asking general or trade is kind of like asking Yahoo answers, okay? Like, that's it's, people are going to purposely give you wrong information. Like, they're, most people leave those channels, um, and it's left with trolls. So, uh, and that's all they do all day is troll each other in there. So, most people that play the game are friendly, believe it or not, uh, and they will, they will answer those questions, no matter how ridiculous they seem. Like, because I have fielded some incredibly ridiculous questions, but at the time, I didn't go, oh, that's a stupid thing to ask. No, I just gave them the answer and went on about my business. I might have, you know, a couple hours later been like, wow, that must have been a new player because I don't know how they didn't know that. Uh, But that tends to be that tends to be the case for me. What do you got, Ben? Marcus? Um, Another tip for a new player. um... Uh, I would say, like, find uh, somebody, you know, find a group of people that kind of has similar interests as you. Okay. Uh, I'll say find a guild early on. Like, you don't want to wait too long to find a guild. Okay. And don't, 
I will follow that up with don't be afraid to, you know, kind of try out different guilds, right? Like, you don't want to, like, join a guild, take two things out of their guild bank, and then immediately leave. Like, that's not what they're for. But if they're, you know, if they're not people you're getting along with, they're not talking to you, they're or they're being caustic, find another one. There's, like, the, the types of social um, circles that are out there in guilds is vast and varied. Like, you, you'll never know what type of group of people you're going to run into in a guild, um, and you can find a group of people that that have your same sense of humor and sensibilities. Just, it takes time. And, again, it won't be that hard. Um, number two, I guess, uh, if, so we're talking people leveling from, you know, 1 to 110. Uh, don't be afraid to... Just move at your own pace, okay? So this is the thing I'm, you know, I see a lot of people trying to rush or they're, the game kind of promotes skipping things. But if you get lost, there is a board in each major city that will give you a quest to take you to a new zone. So as soon as you get to a major city for your faction, whether that be Stormwind or Orgrimmar, uh, set your Hearthstone there. That way if you ever, you know, your quests are turning gray, you're not sure where you're supposed to go, Arthon back to that main town, there will be a board there that will send you to your next place. Yeah, I don't recommend setting your hearth to anywhere but a capital city. Mm-hmm. That's just, I mean, it's kind of a waste. Yep. You got anything else? What you got? Oh, yeah, sorry. Next tip. Uh, let's see, for new players, it's definitely a good idea um, to kind of do a little bit of research into your class, I guess. Um, you know, the game is in a place now where it's not so hard to learn these classes. Yeah. Um, even even with looking stuff up online, um, you know you can kind of figure it out for the most part. But if you're having trouble, um, you know, other than asking somebody, there's plenty of uh, very detailed guides online um, that can tell you, um, you know, kind of uh, which towns you might want to pick, or uh, you know, maybe you're doing something the wrong way. Maybe you're, you know, rotational even, um, which might help you to uh, to get through some content if you don't really know how to kill things quick enough. Okay. I'll say just learn your class early on. And this, yeah. it'll also translate into later game. Um, you know, if you learn your class while you're leveling, as you're gaining the spells, and, uh, you know, you have time to sit there and work on that trap all the time, um, you know, that trap will be second nature by the time you're 110. You have a, a, another 10 other things you have to do, too. Exactly. Uh, for me, while leveling, experience all aspects of the game, okay? So don't be afraid to jump into time walking if you're... It'll allow you to queue in. Don't be afraid to queue into dungeons. Uh, don't be afraid to queue into PvP. Anything that you can get into, don't be afraid to jump in and try it. Because you're not going to know if you're going to like it or not until you try it. Now, again, those things will change. Uh, intensity or what have you when you reach max level. But we'll get to that in a bit. But while leveling... Try a little bit of everything. Most everything's going to give you a decent amount of experience. And if you have fun doing it, you can know you know you can always go back to that for more experience and gear and what have you. Um, let's. I'm trying to think here, man. All right. Uh, always carry a stack of food. Like every time you get to town, make sure that the vendor doesn't have a higher level of food for you. And if he does, vendor, what you got? Buy a new stack. Always keep a stack okay. of food. Especially if you're a class that doesn't have heals. So um, this kind of goes into the cooking thing. Um, I suggest that um, as well as doing a little bit of class research, it might be a good idea to look into like what professions um, have to offer. Um, as a new player, you're not going to know exactly you know, what all the professions can give you, what you can gain from them. So it's definitely a good idea to, uh, to find out. Okay. And then um, you know, level your profession as you're going, especially if you're mining. Um, you know, just... You know, get all that ore while you're, uh, you know, while you're in the the copper zone, and then that way you won't have to come back later on to level that up. Okay. Um, don't be afraid to try new characters. Okay, because everybody I've ever got intro- introduced to the game, I've always told them before you set off all the way to max level. You know, if you're not really interested in where a class is around level thirty to forty, roll a new one. Thirty to forty, getting to thirty or forty is easy. And it takes no time. So just, you know, and you'll kind of, you, you don't have exactly the full 
um, picture of a class by the time you know you're that level these days. But you'll kind of know if you like being melee, if you like wearing plate, if you like you know having spells or um, you know range stuff or melee stuff. Like you'll kind of get a feel for where you want to be. And don't be a f- you, by that time you'll have done a few dungeons. Uh, you know you'll know if you want to tank or heal or DPS or what have you. Uh, so don't be afraid. Level as many as you before you make the final trek. Before you, I would say, before you pass into Burning Crusade, um, you know, and really set your sights on end level. You know, try a few classes. Find one you like because nothing is worse than getting to one ten and realizing you don't like the class you're playing. So this is kind of a two part tip, right? Okay. Um, I feel like for a brand new player. Even though the boost is there, um, I don't recommend boosting a character. No. Um, you know, I feel like you should you should learn the game, you know, through leveling. And if you go straight to one ten, I feel like you're going to be overwhelmed uh, with a level one hundred ten character. Plus, for th- all right, so for the boost, there are there for, is the tr- for, you know a one hundred. But for the boost, there is the trial. Okay, so there is a you can trial boost a character to see how it plays at that level. So feel free to use that. I don't think I've done it because when my wife re-upped her account, I kind of played around with the the trial system and how that works. And uh, it does give you an incredibly good view of how the class plays. I don't think it gives you the best view because none of that is set into muscle memory yet. You're trying to kind of learn a whole new kind of set of rotations, like kind of right off the bat, even though it does a good job of introducing things like in batches and, but here's the here's the thing to consider. The boost, if you are level 60, if you are level at least level 60 and you have professions, those professions will be boosted with you. Okay? So again, I recommend just leveling through 60. It doesn't take a whole lot of time. Uh, you know, you'll kind of get a, a, a at least a middle way feel of how it's supposed to play. Um, if you're interested in boosting that tune once you get to 60, you know, do the trial. And if you like it, at 110, 100, boost that pitch. You're good to go. Um, but I, I full-on agree with Marcus. Like, avoid doing it until you're really sure. I mean, while you can buy more, I, you know, it's nothing would be more depressing to me than wasting it on somebody I'm not going to play. I feel like that would be the case if I boosted, like, a hunter or something. Yep, no, and that's and that's true. Uh, also, I mean, Marcus has covered the... There's a plethora of information out there for you to look at, so be sure to do that. Be afraid to ask questions, carry around that kind of stuff. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think of some things that the game's not going to tell you is there that you can do. Oh, bags. Like when you, the auction house is not scary. Okay, and you're going to get plenty of gold leveling. Like I don't think you should run into a gold problem. All right, so make sure you keep enough to kind of you know you'll notice how about how much you're having to repair. Every so often. But keep an eye out. Go to the auction house. Buy bags. Like Netherweave 16 slots or whatever is cheap. You know, you're not going to spend more than 10 gold a bag. You know, if you're leveling your first tune. But, you know, and reputation vendors have bags. Uh, Like the core factions have bags. You'll get bags questing. Make sure you're upgrading your bags. Uh, I had a friend that I convinced to play. And this was in... Mists of Pandaria, he got to 100, and he was like, or no, 90, 90 was Mists of Pandaria, right? Or was it 95? No, 90, right? Wait, was, na- Pandaria was 95. 95? Then, yeah, because then, then Draenor was 100. We went from 95 to 100 in Draenor? Or was it 80 to 85 mm-hmm. was Cataclysm, 85 to 90 was Pandaria, 90 to 100? Oh, no, yeah. No, I'm back in it. I'm back in it, guys. I got it. Uh, but he had got to level 90. And was he said he wasn't having a lot of fun. And I'm like, why not? He was like, well, his inventory management is shit. That's because he, like, he only had the bags that automatically equipped as they first like dropped when he was questing. So he made it all the way oh, to like the level, level... The six slots? Yeah, he made it all the way to level 90 with like a 20 slot... Like with like 30 slots total. That's crazy. So... um. It I mean, might not at 110 be that right now, I have four 30 slots, and I only have, like, 20 spaces open, usually. Yeah, so, uh, upgrade your bags, people. 
uh, that kind of thing. You have anything else? Uh, there, you know, there's like what are what are some of the what are some of the abbreviations that might not be used in other games, other than of course for expansions or dungeons. Like, what are some of the what's some of the lingo that they might they might not know what it means? I mean, I guess like the raid abbreviations, but that kind of just this just picked up. All right, so uh, LFM is looking for more, right? Uh, uh, you know, DPS are your damage dealers, heals tanks. That that's all fucking self-explanatory. Um, let's see, all the other ones should be pretty simple, kind of like chat lingo that you should know. Uh, I mean, I guess if you're a person that is not like into like the whole multi- now, WoW is a very multiplayer game, right? Yeah. But it's a multiplayer game on top of a very like single player story, if you kind of get what I mean. Sure. Like, all the stuff that you go through, it's like you're the only hero in the whole world and you're doing it all by yourself. You know. Sometimes it does feel that way. Um, you know, so if you're that kind of person that that you don't really want like a a multiplayer experience like that much, or you kind of just want to enjoy things on your own. You can definitely just you know go in and quest through all the zones and um, you know just do that. Just enjoy the whole story of the game. You have um. Six expansions worth of quests at this point, and each Six of or them, seven, right? And each of their styles varies wildly, and uh, you'll get a better feel for how classic questing used to be once you hit Burning Crusade, because you're going to level from in basic WoW from levels one to sixty. You can technically go to Burning Crusade at level fifty-eight, okay? And that was updated in Cataclysm, so that's you know that's actually a newish questing experience you'll go to burning crusade that's going to feel the oldest followed by wrath of lich king 60 to 70 no oh, 70, 60 to 70 is, is, is burning crusade 70 to 80 and then you'll quest you'll be back in the old world so it might seem confusing but you'll be back in you know regular wow world and on azeroth uh, proper for cataclysm and you'll do five levels through cataclysm then five oh, yep and then you will do five levels through Mists of Pandaria in, you know, of course, Pandaria. Uh, and then you'll move into Warlords of Draenor and then on to Legion. But each of them, like he said, you have a ton of content to go through. There's no rush to be at end game. Um, if it's something that is the driving, like you want to be 110 and raid with your friend because that's what you saw them doing and that's what you're interested in, then go for that. But if it's not what you're in it for, yeah, it's there. If, if, if you're just in it to, to play it, take your time, man. Or That's lady. what I think is really great about WoW. What's that? One of the things. You know, the fact that you can kind of just, you know, you can do whatever. Yeah, like... You There's can... just so many different aspects of the game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, granted, that's not why we play. We play to, to raid. Even though it's a pet finding, I mean, I don't, I don't even like that pet battling stuff, but no. there's a lot of people that do. You can pet battle. Also gives experience while you're leveling, so don't be afraid to try that while you're leveling too. Uh, now they've just hit 110, right? They uh, they just hit 110. They want to get into raiding. They might not know where to start and what to do. Now we've already kind of covered, you know, how to gear up in Legion. I think we did a previous um, shit you need to know on gearing up in Legion. But what are some things they should know? What are some tips? Some helpful tips for them setting out as as brand new raiders in uh, the current WoW ecosphere. Um, I think the first thing um, that you want to do is because you should already know your stat priority at this point. Um, uh, it might. I mean, maybe it'll be a little different at one ten opposed to leveling, but um, you definitely want to look at where you're going to be getting your best in slot pieces from. Okay. Uh, find out what is the best pieces of gear for your class because um, having the right stats um, and the right percentages um, with certain classes like the right amount of haste or what have you is super important um, to you know to get the right amount of DPS out. Okay. So it's definitely a good idea to uh, go and look at which dungeons are going to drop your best in slots. Um, a lot of times, um, mythics are better than actual raid gear um, for certain slots. So uh, you definitely want to do your research and what instances you want to be in and which ones you want to grind. Certainly, if you want to be very specific about what you do, then you can you can easily find out what piece of gear is best for what slot. 
Um, in general, though, I would branch that out to it. At this point, if you haven't done serious research into your class, do it now. Because um, there sometimes there's a talent that you didn't quite think while leveling or that was way useful during leveling that's not going to be le- useful now. Uh, look into that. You know, Make sure you're prioritizing your stats correctly. Early on, a higher item level piece is going to trump the secondary stats on it if it's more than, say, 15 item levels. Okay? Like, if it's more than 15, 20 item levels, just take it, even if you're losing the, the secondary stat you want. You want to worry about that more once you're into kind of, you know, replacing raid pieces with raid pieces or Titan Forge pieces with Titan Forge pieces. That's when you want to care more about the secondary stats. But if you got a blue and there's you're looking at a purple, it might not have, you know, haste on it, but it's a, it's a 25 item level upgrade. You just take that. Don't think too hard about it. I mean... It sure as hell has strength and stamina, or intellect and stamina, and that adds to damage way more. Uh, de- so. Depending. Depending. Uh, also, classes. also uh, I would say this is when you want to make sure that you're kind of looking at what add-ons you have. Okay, So you can level the whole game without add-ons. You can really successfully raid without add-ons. But there will be a few that you'll want to invest in. All right. So the first and foremost is DBM. You want to make sure you have DBM installed and working. Okay, that's top priority number two. Um, for me, number Deadly two... Deadly boss mods. Deadly boss mods. So, past that, the really, the world is your oyster. You can kind of go with whatever you want, whether you want something to up your performance by telling you when you have debuffs falling off or, um, or when you have a proc or whatever. You can get add-ons for that. Personally, for me, I like to get some sort of DPS meter or heal meter. Now, that's not the... You don't need it, okay? And the only reason I suggest getting it is for practice, right? Like, to, to, to kind of flex your EP in a raid, especially uh, a pickup group, you really don't want that, all right? You want to kind of use it to practice. So, uh, and I say this to, to everyone that's kind of learning a new spec, just go to a target dummy. Find the target dummy that's appropriate for your level and spec and spend 20 minutes just going through a rotation, all right? Then, then doing do it by having to move around. If you can, if you can run in a circle around that 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 training dummy while maintaining your rotation, you're you're set. You do whatever rage you want to do. That is that is the the level that is the that skill level that you needed for that. Um, aside from not being in the fire, um. What else you got? Uh, let's see here. In, in terms of rating, um, you know, definitely just research the fights. When you hit 110, you need to uh, know what you're getting into. Um, you know, sometimes depending on the group you get into, they're probably going to explain it to you uh, as well before you pull. Okay. Or, you know, explain it to the group. Um, but it's always good to have an idea of what, uh, what you're going to be facing. You can either watch a video or check a guide online. And back around to most WoW players are nicer than you think. Be upfront with the guild you're in and the raid you're going to group, uh, join. Say, look, I've never raided before. I want to, so I might need some pointers. Most of them are going to be pretty amenable about that kind of thing. Also, in your free time, not on raid time. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. On your free time, not on raid time, download the popular voice chat at a... Uh, uh, voice chat programs, so Ventrilo, Mumble, TeamSpeak, Discord. Learn how they work and how to install servers on them or how to um, input servers on them because nothing's worse than waiting 20 to 30 minutes into raid time for somebody to figure out how to set up push-to-talk or how to add the server on on the, on the voice chat channel, okay? <laughs> like, just do it. Uh, if you're confused about it, Pull, you know, your would-be raid leader aside before raid time and ask for their help to get it installed and working. They will help you. I promise. Oh, yeah, they'd rather have it done before. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't have any more tips. If you don't have any more tips, that's kind of where I, th- I think I think we're at a pretty good place. It's like, you know, uh, there are certain aspects of this game that are way friendlier for newer people than they used to be and other aspects that are kind of counterintuitive um, more so than they used to be. But overall, it's doable. And I, I know a lot of people listening to this aren't new players, but this is these are kind of the things 
that I recommend you point out to your new friend that you're getting to try. Um, I don't recommend, you know, helicopter parenting them while they learn to play WoW. I recommend giving them uh, a set of tips to help them succeed um, and then letting them figure it out themselves because there's a certain level of magic in that discovery. Wouldn't you agree, Ben, Marcus? Yeah, when you kind of get it for yourself, it's um, it's satisfying. All right, so you have... It, I think it, it's more... It's, um, it's more... I'd actually get it better. If, you, if you're trying to teach them, they're not going to really understand what you're trying to tell them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there are a lot more specific things we could go into, but that's kind of like the general overview. If you have your own, please, I'd like to hear it. Send it over to podcast at therpgshow.com. Um, we'll talk... If there's some really good ones, we'll talk about them next time on the show. I uh, can't stress that enough. Anytime we have a discussion topic, please weigh in on your opinion. Send that into the show at the email. Uh, speaking of the email, I guess we can go ahead and do the outro unless you have anything to add. I think we can be done here today. Yeah, I think that's it. All right. Let's beautiful, pull up that beautiful, beautiful ska music. Okay. Uh, All right. Thank you for listening to this episode of Raid Shant. Uh, you can visit our home on the web at therpgshow.com. There's a link to Rage Chat and all of the other shows on the network right there on that site. Be, please, please, please be sure to head over to iTunes and leave us a rating review. It helps us get found. Uh, you can also go to the website and click on the Amazon affiliate link. Anything you order after clicking on that link, send a little bit back our way, help to keep the servers turned on. You can also send us an email, podcast at therpgshow.com. You can put Raid Chat in the header and make sure it goes to the right box or not. I'll find them all anyway and go through all my emails. So, until next time, say goodbye, everybody. Bye, guys. Ba-la-la-la-la-la-la-la.